Hi everyone, I hope you're having a great week and I hope you have had a great February. Today I want to touch on a really important topic considering it's National Eating Disorder Awareness Week. This topic is not only really important to me but really relevant to society today in general, especially with increase in social media. Unfortunately, a striking 50% of people who have disclosed suffering from bulimia and anorexia have also experienced some form of sexual abuse. This is an incredibly important correlation to address, and with my platform, I feel the need to touch on it. I am going to put a trigger warning on this episode as I feel it's necessary to disclose my own experience on my own platform as I want to be truly authentic and real with you all. Before I start, I just want to say it's so important that just like sexual violence, we bring these issues about eating disorders to the light. It's so important to combat these stigmas, break barriers, and the silence and shame around talking about these topics. So right away, I will be going into a definition of an eating disorder, which is an extreme attitude and behavior regarding weight and food habits. So for example, someone suffering from bulimia could binge, followed by a purge such as inducing vomiting, abusing laxatives, and overexercising. However, the most common eating disorders are those that aren't defined and may not be as obvious to the eye. A person could struggle with a combination of restricting food, binging then purging, overexercising, experiencing guilt or negative body images, and low self-esteem, and they could also have an extreme obsession over dieting or healthy eating. Eating disorders are not common ground for everybody, and this is so, so important to stress. Everyone has their own experience. Everyone has their own individual situation and symptoms with eating disorders they are so complex and although their impacted behaviors encompassing eating and body issues they're most of the time not directly about food or wanting to appear thinner or diet these behaviors can be reflective of a way that someone is trying to manage these difficult emotions and experiences which can often be sexual assault. Just like sexual violence, eating disorders can affect a person's mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical status. Eating disorders are heavily stigmatized and are often regarded as a gender issue when in fact they affect people of all genders, all races, all cultures, all social classes, etc. Men often struggle to find help because only one-third of their cases go diagnosed. With that being said, I am going to get into my story. It's just a little glimpse of my story, but I am, again, going to put a trigger warning on it for everyone that needs. So, ultimately, I know the situation firsthand as a survivor of childhood sexual assault. I have suffered from a combination of eating disorders, especially throughout my teenage years when I would abuse laxatives feel shame if I ate over 1,500 calories, which is less than the normal amount that should be consumed for an average person in a day. And if I wasn't feeling right about myself or in the right headspace, there were times that I would try to make myself throw up, but blame it on other things. I was so obsessed about eating overly healthy, and 
I would sometimes fast in my teenage years by only having one meal a day, four days at a time. That meal could literally be an apple or peanut butter. I used to count and track my calories in a log on a daily basis when I was 105 pounds to make sure that I wasn't eating above a certain amount. Maybe this can be attributed to my experience as a sexual assault survivor, but even people that have not experienced sexual assault can obviously still experience these things. However, I want to say that I have since overcome this and my heart goes out to everyone that does suffer from eating disorders. This is why I feel my platform is so important to touch on these other topics that aren't necessarily sexual assault within themselves. I want to be real, I want to be authentic, and I want to share my story so maybe I can somehow relate to others. Especially to those who have experienced sexual violence as they are already instilled with feelings of body shame, body guilt, etc. Because of the challenges that sexual assault survivors face in their healing journey, they can be placed at a much higher risk for developing an eating disorder and eating disorder symptoms. This correlation is called comorbidity, meaning two underlying factors that are paired together. Eating disorders are highly developed as a coping mechanism as a result of sexual violence, specifically for children 30% specifically for children and 30% of these patients that do suffer from an eating disorder have been abused in their childhood. Oftentimes survivors of sexual abuse can develop disassociation or a disconnection or a disconnection from their body, which is ultimately a desire to be cut off from the outside world and their body, which creates instances of isolation, body shaming, self-harm, guilt, hatred, and other extreme emotions. Many survivors express they feel a lack of control in the aftermath of their abuse. Controlling behaviors around food and dieting may suppress difficult emotions and override them which provides a sense of control where one might not otherwise feel that they are in control of their life. Through this, an eating disorder creates a distance from these painful emotions that survivors have to go through as they can experience numbness and avoidance when experiencing an eating disorder and eating disorder symptoms. Of course, eating disorders cause harm to the body, mind, spirit, and healing process of every individual. They, unfortunately, have the highest mortality rate than any other mental health illness. The National Eating Disorder Association provides tools and resources for those struggling from eating disorders and symptoms. I will link them in my bio. Please reach out to them if you feel you need professional help. They offer screenings. They offer connections to mental health resources in your local communities, whatever you may need, and they also have a helpline. Thank you all so much for listening, and I am here for you to share your experiences. I am here to get you connected to others in the area, anything you may need. Have a blessed week.